0: Hi, it's Michael, the host of Impact Hustlers, and before we dive into today's episode, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you get any value out of the episode today, please consider sharing it with a friend who would benefit from it, or leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. We're an independent podcast and are investing a lot of time and effort in publishing inspiring new episodes every week. We can only do this because of people who support us, and now there is an easy way to do so. You can give us a small tip or a regular donation to make sure we can keep going. Every penny is invested into making the podcast even bigger and better, and you can do so on buymeacoffee.com slash impacthustlers. Buymeacoffee.com slash Hustlers. Thanks very much for your support. Thanks for listening. And let's get into the show. Impact Hustlers, the podcast on entrepreneurs and changemakers that are creating solutions to the world's biggest problems. Impact Hustlers is brought to you by Fast Forward 2030 and Real Changers. Visit fastforward.com to learn how to include the global goals into your business model and realchangers.com to find talent and careers with impact. And this is your host, Michael Shafrat. In today's episode, I'm joined by Victor Trucudis, founder and CEO of Plum, a chatbot that helps you save money with you barely noticing it. Uh, with many millennials struggling to save money and keep it in a savings account, Plum solves the problem by automatically saving small amounts and even giving its users the option to invest in stocks or funds. Plum now has about 150,000 users and is growing rapidly. The company estimates that it can make the average user about 50 to 200k wealthier over the lifetime. It's great to have you on Impact Hustlers, Victor.
1: Good. Thanks for having
0: me. Thanks very much. You left uh, TransferWise to set up Plum. What is your personal story behind Plum and what was the need you saw in the world to start Plum back then?
1: Look, when I was at TransferWise, it was a great company, great experience, Uh, but I realized I was too busy to focus on my on my own finances and kind of like, uh, put money aside or think about my savings and my future. And I realized that there were a lot more people around me that had that similar problem. So when I met Alex, my co-founder, he was downloading his bank statement on his PC because he was a freelancer and wanted to like better budget and manage his money. And we both realized that we could use that data to figure out how much we could save for ourselves and start automating it. So while we were living our busy life, we could be accumulating, uh, savings And and I felt that was something very powerful because it always frustrated me that I wasn't on top of my money. Like kind of my dad was always nagging, like, what are you doing about like savings? Are you buying insurance? Are you investing continuously? And I felt like I should create my dad as a chatbot almost that does all these things that I know are good or not even painful to do. And they deliver like, you know, greater financial well-being for you in the long run.
0: So you started building a solution to a problem you faced yourself.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very much something that was like annoying me and I wasn't doing anything about it and felt it was like a very big missed opportunity for my own, you know, financials like life.
0: All right. Um, there's this cliche that millennials are just bad in saving. They just don't know how to do this. They're not really interested in uh, kind of finding out about it or just just might not know or have the time to do it. How how true is that? How much do you see is that actually an issue and how much are you solving that issue?
1: I I actually think that like I don't – I can't say – I don't think millennials are worse than other generations uh with regards to like their intentions to save. I just think we live in a world that has changed dramatically and the tools that we have to like basically save and manage our money have not, right? So right now like you still have a bank account that has a savings account there that like you have to choose how much to put, when, et cetera, right? Uh, before people would not change would would like stay in a job forever they'd have like a pension with that job etc right now people move around jobs every like two three years uh, There there's not that like kind of stability where the company in a way like takes more care of you right and kind of uh, thinks about that for you so I just think what we're trying to bring to the market is the tool that makes millennials that I think have the right intention to put money aside but then it, it fits the way they're used to living right Mm-hmm. Um, so Plum if you look at the product and maybe we can talk a bit about how the product
0: actually works you're not just focusing on savings but you're also trying to give financial advice and being really the dad in the pocket and a, and a Facebook messenger but yeah. how does it work when I use it uh, when I'm using Plum uh, let's say I just connected to my bank account now what, what happens next
1: so what will be happening next very soon is as soon as you connect it to your bank account we'll let you know if we We'll, we'll run some calculations. We'll figure out what bills you're, you're, you're using and we'll do what we call a spring clean. The spring clean for us is like a lot of us forget a gym membership, uh, two Spotify subscriptions and we're paying double for things we're using. So we want to like make sure that we're not forgetting that because there's been a study that 40, that the average person in the UK forgets 40 pounds of subscriptions a month. Right. And when you, ca- that's like 500 pounds a year and then over 40 years, that's 20 grand. Right, so it's a lot of money, right? That goes down the drain. So, 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 that's number one. Then, then out of those bills, we want to discover the ones that we think you're overpaying, right? So we're like, hey, you're overpaying on your utility bill. Switch to this provider, and actually, we're going to be pl- we're, we're plugging into mostly green energy providers. So right now, we're plugging into Octopus. Uh, we plan to do a partnership with Bulb as well, uh, in order to let people switch their utility bills. And then we'll go down the whole spectrum, right? Hey, you have too much debt. Why don't you consolidate your debt into something cheaper? Hey, you're, you're overusing your overdraft. Why don't you like either like reduce the use of your overdraft or use another bank that, that that makes it cheaper? Or we might even try to make it cheaper for you as plum. Once we figure out like your current status, I think of it almost like a fitness coach for your money, right? We're like these things you can change and they're actually not even painful to change, right? Change them, right? Uh, and we'll give you the tools to do it. And then it's we'll calculate how much we can put aside for you, right? And that's like a habit that I think should be happening all the time in the background, where we're putting, you know, we target, we want to target to put 5% of people's money aside as a minimum, right? Automatically, right? That's happening, right? So now we've started putting money aside for you. We can give you tools to save more. So we're building payday boost. So when you get paid, do you want to save a percentage or an amount or at the beginning of the month or or we're going to build other more fun rules like if you overspend on Starbucks, uh, save more for me. So we're building all these like tools that you can continuously be saving. But the fundamental thing is that the plum, what we call it, the plum brain is saving money for you consistently without any necessary input from you. Once you save money, once you start saving money, then we want you to like graduate or if you already have enough savings and are not using your overdraft, start investing, right? And we think investing should be something that is not like foreign and like I will take care of your investments for you. You don't worry about it. And that's why we've created themes, so we allow people to invest in themes. We have three themes right now. you can do the ethical theme if you're interested in companies that have uh, an, an, have an ethical standard you can do emerging markets you can do tech fun uh, tech fund, or you can do the the diversified risk based approach where you have three risk levels low medium uh, and high and we want to keep evolving these themes that you know we were just discussing for the podcast like could you follow Warren Buffett? That's an interesting theme, or maybe people want to get exposure to AI. Maybe they want exposure to crypto. So, so, so finding all these things that millennials read about, hear about and want to get some exposure to. Or want to take this ethical angle to uh, are things that we want people to be able to start putting their money towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked earlier about
0: uh, yeah, Plum really being the dad in your pocket that yeah. gives you good advice. Do you face ever any trust issues? Because sometimes maybe I don't want my dad to see everything, and maybe I'm skeptical about. Okay, now Plum knows basically everything about me. Uh, is that everything?
1: Uh, any issue that you face, or is that actually a non non issue of people? I, I think it's I think it's a non issue because. Plum is like quite, um, targeted at what it does for you, right? So it's, it's not, it's not like I'm a website. Se- I'm not like Amazon and I'm asking you to connect your bank account so I can sell you more books, right? Or like, I don't know, gadgets, right? It's more like we know that we can continuously save and invest money for you and get rid of bills that are just like, worse off that you're paying that bill provider versus someone else. And we're just enabling you to do that. So I think there's people that have like blanket trust issues. Like, you know, they don't want anyone to see anything about them. We'll never convince them. But I think the people that understand that we're trying to get to, this is what, this. it's obvious that we need this data to get you a better place. There's no trust issue.
0: Mm. and if you look at the landscape right now there's a few startups that might have a similar approach uh, that mm-hmm. have messenger bots to save money there is of course the challenger banks that are trying to develop their own versions of a savings product or some sort yeah. of automated saving Uh how do you see yourself differentiated from
1: that and
0: why should people choose
1: plum look we've we've set ourselves like a very clear like Mission and goal. And, and that mission and goal is that we want to automate things in people's finances. And the way we think about the company is that we have these three areas that we think we can clearly improve people's life. And it's one is save a percent, uh, a five percent of people's income. Two is get as many people investing as early on in their career. And then three is find out how many bills people are overpaying for and eliminate that. And that's what, that's the only thing we drive to do. And I think as a consequence, the way we've built the product has been very much focused on allowing you to take these actions. So like we have launched, you know, like if you look at the speed and the features that we've developed, we have launched utility bill switching before anyone. We have saved, we started with savings, not like which, we started with savings and we've, we've integrated that with it with, um, investment. So I think. We're agnostic of what bank you're with and we want you to bring all your banking information into Plum so Plum can be more intelligent in how it, 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 it develops your financial uh, status. We think of Plum as the brain for your money, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk a bit about an investment product, um, mm. that has been launched recently to the public. So anybody can use it right now. How is that different from the savings project besides? Of course, um, I'm, I'm investing my money, but uh, how, how's it different from existing solutions right now? And how can you help people invest money more wisely?
1: Yeah. So, so, so first of all, it's, I think the fact that it's connected to savings is very critical, right? So that, like, first of all, you have this automated, uh, action that money is being saved up. And from there, you can choose a percentage that you can then allocate to your investments. So you don't have to decide how much you want to invest. So, so that's very critical. Uh, the other thing is that it can be, you can set up new rules of how you want to invest. So you can say, like, at the beginning of the month, when I get my salary, then start putting 50 pounds in this fund. And then finally, the big difference, all the robos basically allow you to choose a risk, but they don't allow you to choose a, a, a position or view, right? And we're very much of the belief that people should be able to express their views with their investments. And, and that's been a core thing of how we've developed the investment product. Mm -hmm.
0: from there i'd like to talk a bit about your personal journey so you mentioned in the beginning you tried to solve your own problem in the beginning how did how did you um go about figuring out whether anybody else was facing that problem did you follow a very traditional lean startup approach and did you interview people in a structured way or did you just put something out for yourself and then try to convince people to use it
1: well, the, 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 after I left TransferWise, the journey was that I started talking to people. I had this problem in the back of my mind, but I started talking to people that had like either a bit of savings sitting there, but not earning any interest or other people that were just not saving. And, and, and it just felt that like everyone felt that it was a bit of a painful process that they kind of forgot to do, didn't enjoy doing and had no like, um, structure around how they did it. Right. Uh, so it, it was just very evident in my circle that it wasn't something that, anyone felt there was a solution built for so so it it was a series of like interviews that we did like formally and informally before we like kind of uh, figured out that this is actually a problem and we're going to launch a solution for it mhm and um- Then looking at
0: the first thousand or ten thousand users, how do you go about acquiring those people? Was it quite manual or
1: no? We we got we we got quite lucky. BBC wrote an article that sixteen million people in the UK have less than a hundred pounds in savings, right? Which is another like massive indication that savings is not like something that is uh, being achieved in this country. And, And on the back of that article, I reached out to the journalist, and then he wrote a follow up a month later about how Plum could be a solution to that. And we never read, I never understood how, what it meant that the BBC is kind of one of the biggest uh, news uh, sites in the UK, but that article ran over the weekend. I think it got like a million views, which was quite a bit for an article. And, and and basically we got around five to six thousand signups to our wait list. Uh, so that ran in November and then we launched it in January and all those people became users. So I don't know. We got lucky in some ways, but at the same time, I think if you're, if you're solving something that's uh, actually a problem, you know people notice, and 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 you you know um, you can get lucky like that.
0: So you were able to actually acquire those people quite organically without having to pay, uh, yeah, for acquisition. Yeah, right? yeah, All yeah. right, Very good. Yeah. If you're looking at the experience of your users, um, what are sort of the stories that you can share of some of your users in terms of what they've been able to do with using Plum? What's been the impact on people's lives?
1: Well, the, the big, I mean, one of the biggest quotes we've gotten was that, like, you know, someone, you know, publicly said that they've saved more in a month than in, in, in the whole year before using Plum, right? And it's when you hear things like that, that, that you realize that this small background behavioral change has really impacted users, right? And then we have so many stories of people that have used Plum and then have managed to go on this holiday they wanted to go for a long time or or use plum when something unexpected came their way and and like you know a boiler broke etc they managed to use it for that but it's fundamentally that that um the biggest uh, pleasures when we feel that plum has managed to do people allowed people to have savings where they didn't have that before right that's very satisfying but we have people that both like we have people that have head savings and people that don't have savings right it's kind of like a product that everyone needs to be saving continuously and uh, so we get both types of people so 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 what's the split
0: there i don't know exactly but do you attract more people that are already into investing and saving or do you get a lot of people that are like i've never saved a penny in my life it's actually
1: 50-50 uh, it's actually 50-50. So I think it's just like, it's, it's just a representation of the whole population. It's just that one, the appeal to half of it is that I haven't really managed to save before. The appeal to the other half is, this is a better way for me to uh, boost my uh, current savings. And I'm, I want to, it's almost like, you know, if you're, if you're um, an athlete and you find something that can boost you and make you better, that's Plum for some people. And then for other people, Plum is like the subscription to the gym in a way that they weren't going to the gym, right? But both people are trying, they're on the same journey. They're just different stages.
0: Mm if i'm now at the start of my career or i might be working a job where i get minimum wage or anything like that and i might be thinking well saving is not really for me because basically right now i'm already struggling to pay my bills and everything is is plum then for me um or how do you think about that and how is the split of people it, again do you attract a lot of people that kind of already have some money to save or do you really take the view, even if you have very little, we might be able to actually leverage
1: that. So we think even if you have very little, we can leverage that, right? Because the way I think about it, and, and so we allow people to save in overdraft, right? And the reason we do that is that we believe people that use overdraft, uh, create a new mental, like zero, which is their overdraft, right? So it's like minus 500 is my zero, right? So you're still, you're you're very likely to still go on holiday if you're going to minus 500. And what happens then is that you either go to minus 1,500 or you take a loan or you put it on a credit card, right? So, so we think that like, irrespective of your income level, right? You, 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 you should be putting money aside that you will use for things that you want to do. And that'll prevent you from going into further debt or more debt, and so 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 basically irrespective of income we help you save the way i think of plum when as well is when you have like when you're earning a little let's say minimum wage like if you lose 20 pounds on the way to work like it falls out of your pocket you probably won't necessarily immediately notice that right you don't fully calculate exactly how many times you're going to eat out how much you're going to spend on food exactly right some people do but the majority of us don't right so so i just think like you can always like skim some money off that that you haven't fully calculated where it's going and that's your plum savings
0: mm. i'd like to take the discussion a bit broader so uh, we talked about savings we talked about investment and just before we started recording we talked a bit about financial education et etc um, what do you think are the big issues still to be solved in personal finance, uh, whether that might be buying a house or um, financing uh, bigger things like a car or something like that, or financial education early on? Mm. What are the big problems that you see uh, still need to be solved? And how far do you think Plum is going to solve them? Do you plan to expand much beyond investment and savings
1: and be really the finance assistance of people's lives? Yeah, no, I mean, so so, so, so I think the, the the problem that really needs to be solved with finance is to bring together all these like technologies that have managed to lower the cost of various financial products and make sure that everyone is using, you know, the best and ch- the, the cheapest and best kind of financial products. Right. And that's the, the role of Plum. Right. So that's when I talk about how you connect your bank account. We see all of your bills. We calculate how much you're paying your bank, your loans, etc. and calculate whether or not you can do things better. So I find that like an assistant is basically like when you think of what technology is, right? It's almost like make, it's always making things more efficient. And our role is to make your money a lot more efficient for you. Right. And, and I just think like right now there's inefficiencies. And the reason why you bring in Plum and a technology like Plum. Is that it can eliminate those inefficiencies. And when we're, when we're done with those inefficiencies, then at least then we know it's completely up to some person how they choose to go. And it's like a lot more of a conscious decision rather than I, someone missold me this like loan that now I can't get out of. And there's a big penalty to get out of.
0: Hmm. Do you have any philosophy that you follow in terms of how you approach investment or savings? I've been looking into, uh, Personal finance quite a lot, and there's people you know that advise you to save forty yeah. percent of your income. There's people that advise you to save twenty. Some say you know you should have like as little expense as possible. I, I, do you follow a certain philosophy and try to coach users to to stick to that, or are you rather like uh, very low touch and not attaching yourself to any of these concepts?
1: So, so yeah, so, so we we, do, we the, the the philosophy we follow is that we we want to automate we want to automate your finances for you uh we want to save 5% of your income for you right as a minimum and we then want to give you the tools to save more or maybe even less right you can tell us to save less but we don't necessarily want to tell people so it's so like we, we're discussing like i don't know how long someone wants to work right i mean i enjoy working i don't envision ever like stopping completely so 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 we don't want to tell people how much to spend going out we think it's uh, i like going out it's an enjoyment i i know the cost of it i'm happy to take it right um but i think we want to give people the ability to uh change it if they want to Mm -hmm. and uh,
0: lastly if you look over the next 10 or 20 years uh what's the sort of world you're trying to create with plum that you're trying to contribute to how does the world look like in 10 20 years where plum
1: has succeeded Plum succeeded when, when, when people are like, people like have started their job, have connected Plum and, uh, by the time they're like early thirties have like, you know, accumulated a lot, a decent amount of savings are, are, have been investing since the age of like 23. And they, they don't have any financial product that they're using that is, is not beneficial to them. And they can talk to Plum and ask Plum like, you know, how am I doing? I want to go on holiday in a year. What can I do to get there? And and Plum can like figure out the best way for them to to get that money that they need to do something. So it's it's a world where people worry a lot less about money. All right.
0: Thank you very much. I wish you all the best on that journey and thanks for taking the time today. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. This was Impact Hustlers. Impact Hustlers is brought to you by Fast Forward 2030 and Real Changers. Visit fastforward.com to learn how to include the global goals into your business model and realchangers.com to find talent and careers with impact. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share the episode, leave us a review and consider becoming a supporter on buymeacoffee.com slash impact hustlers. This means a lot to me. Thank you very much for tuning in and see you next time. Bye.